Lord is in our midst this morning. Just lift up your hands like that. Papa Bejuaye and Nana Pei. We surrender it all before you, Lord. Take charge of the atmosphere, Holy Spirit. Rain on us this morning, O God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, your children, we are ready for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Father, take charge. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Almighty God. Yes. Tell God that you are here before His throne. His mercy seat. Whatever thing that He has prepared for you. The Bible says none come into His presence and leave the same. I don't know why you came here this morning. I don't know what brought you to the presence of God this morning. But I have a message for you. You are not going to go back the same. There is going to be a transformation in your life. For the transformational power of God is going to descend upon us this morning. I want you to lift up your voice and bless His name. Yes, lift up your voice and bless the name of the Almighty God. In the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Lift up your voice and bless his name, somebody. Lift up your voice and bless him. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Rapa, papa, papa. Rapa, yanada, bakapa, yanada, be. Rapa, shikele, bele, 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 be. Rapa, papa, 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 papa. yanada, bakapa, la, 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 Rapa, papa, 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 papa. yanada, bakapa, la, 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 Rapa, papa. Somebody lift up your voice and bless him. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we are ready, O God, for the outpouring of your spirit upon us this morning. Let your grace, O God, come upon us, O God, this morning. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, moving on. Make my life whole again. Spirit, move over me. Spirit, move. Your life whole again. 
I don't know what has been pursuing you. I don't know what is for sorrow. But the Holy Spirit, when it comes upon a man, He makes the life of that man whole again. Yes, Lord. As we have come, may your blessings, O oh God, that comes upon a man, because of the outpouring of your Spirit, O oh God, that our blessing, O oh God, come upon your children this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As we are ready to hear your word, your word says that your word does not come and go back to sea; it comes to accomplish a new thing. Father, I pray and I come against any heart of stone. Any heart that will not be receptive to your word. By the blood of Jesus. And by the power of the Holy Ghost. I break this heart into pieces. May the heart of your children. Be made as the heart of flesh. Amen. As your word is coming upon us O Lord. May we take the word. And may the word transform our lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And please take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. Say hello to the person by you and say you are welcome to today's anointing service. Amen. It is a joy to be in the presence of God. I said it is a joy to be in the presence of God. In his presence is fullness of joy. Please pack away anything that made you sad before we were coming here you are in the presence of the king of kings and the lord of lords you cannot bring your sadness to this place you cannot bring your mourning to this place this is a place of joy amen so i want to assure you that this morning god is going to turn your mourning into dancing amen oh amen if you are happy put your hands together for jesus amen this morning we want to thank God and we we'll also we'll thank our Father, the Bishop. Wherever he is, we say, God, we shall bless you. And it is a privilege to stand here always to share the word of God. And our Father sends his regard. He greets all of you. He says, It is his prayer always that you excel and move from one level of grace to the other. So always know that our Father is always praying for you. Amen. Amen. This morning our Father has given us a message to share with us. I mean from the beginning of August. Our Father has, is in a month of um, youth and student, yeah, uh, youth and student month. Our Father has started a series with us. 
And our main scripture was in James chapter 4. But God gives grace. Amen. But God gives grace. So we are still talking about the same thing. And today we are going to look at the outworkings of grace. The outworkings of grace. Now our father has made us understand in the book of James chapter 4 verse 6. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. The God gives grace unto the humble. And so our father has been teaching us and has been giving us the formula. If you want to see grace in your life, there is a formula to it. And that formula is what you humbling yourself. So in order to receive grace from God, you need to humble yourself. Amen. Oh, are you here? Oh, aha. I'm not, I'm not, as um, Mrs. Owa said, I'm not seeing the excitement. You are here right now. If I tell you that I have a visa for you, so come to the United States Embassy. Come and take your visa. When you are coming, you'll be smiling. In the presence of God is more than a visa. Oh, are you here? Oh, the presence of God is more than a visa. So I, I want you to feel excited because God has a message for you. And those of us, I think, I don't know when, those of us who came from morning devotion, we're talking about blessing. Blessing. That we are praying that God should cause men to bless us. And I was explaining to those who were here that a blessing might not come necessarily in the form of money. It can come in the form of a message. Amen. Amen. So the message that you are going to hear this morning, it is going to be a blessing for you. You need to position yourself in a place where you can tap into the blessing. Because somebody can just give you a gift. But if you don't position yourself well to receive the gift, you will not have it. So this morning, tell the person by you, position yourself for the message of blessing. That God has for us this morning. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, I mean, no. So I but He gives more grace. So you are talking about grace, and our Father explained to us. And in the verse ten, let's go to the verse ten. So humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and you will do what He will lift you up. The lifting up is the grace that we are talking about. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up. How many of us want to be lifted up Then you need grace. Say, I need the grace of God. Say, I need the grace of God. Say, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. So in order for you to receive the grace that comes upon a man to make things easier for him, the formula is the formula of humility. I'm not going to dwell so much on it because our father has been teaching us and from last week we talked about it. So for grace of God to work in a person, you need to humble yourself. And you see, the grace of God can be seen in what a man produces. Some people say that the grace of God is upon me. The person is not producing anything. So when we say somebody has a grace of God upon him, what are the things, what are the signs that show that this particular person is walking in grace? That is what we are going to talk about this So that if you are not walking in these signs, you already know the formula. So you examine yourself. Why are these signs not being manifested in my life? Because our father has told us, 
You've been praying. They become, you bind demons. You destroy them. You, you, you cancel their plans. But the change is, you are not seeing the manifestation of the grace of God upon your life. It is time that you reflect. What is it that I am doing that is not causing me to walk in the manifestation of grace? Is somebody here? So this morning, our Father wanted to talk about the outworking of the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Let us go to the book of Second Peter chapter one verse two. The Bible talks about something over there. But, but He multiplied grace. He, God multiplies what grace. Amen. Amen. So grace and peace be multiplied unto you. So grace can be multiplied in the pers- in the life of a person. A person can can work in different levels of grace. This morning, it must be your prayer that the grace of God be multiplied in my life. Because when the grace of God is multiplied in a person's life, you don't only see a lifting up in your marriage. You don't only see a lifting up in your career. You don't only see a lifting up in your business. You see a lifting up in every area of your life. Please, are you here? Praise him. Jesus is alive. So, as, as much as grace is a divine working on the inside of a man, it manifests itself on the outside of a man. So, when you read the book of John, chapter 1, the verse 14, the Bible says that grace and truth came from Jesus. But when you examine the life of Jesus Christ, it wasn't just said that Grace was upon him. There was an outworking of grace in the life of Jesus Christ. That is why Jesus Christ could pray on some small pieces and, and loaves of bread. And there was multiplication. He was working in a certain kind of grace. He lacked nothing. Say, go to John, John chapter 1, verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 14. So what I'm trying to say is that when grace is upon a man, it always has a way of showing. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus Christ, the Bible testifies that he was full of grace. Amen. So the grace was inside of him. But the grace did not just remain inside. It manifested outside. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So, for you to see that indeed, grace is upon a person. It is shown by what the fruit that a person produces. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Are you here? Oh, I feel that you are far away. Please be here. Amen. 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 Oh, amen. Amen. So, Jesus Christ was a perfect example of a man who had grace. He was a perfect example. And the Bible says he was full of grace. And this grace was 
manifested in his life whilst he was on earth. So you cannot say you have grace and we don't see it in any area of your life. So right now, look at your life. Examine your life right now. You said, oh, but are you walking in the manifestation of this grace? And if you are not walking in the manifestation of this grace, begin to ask yourself, what am I doing? That is not making the grace of God manifest in my life. That is the question you need to ask yourself. Because when the grace of God is upon a person, it shows. Amen. Amen. So the question that we need to ask ourselves is that Jesus Christ was full of grace. Yes, you know, and there was a manifestation of grace in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Now, so you need to ask yourself, what is it that Jesus Christ produced that made people say that indeed, indeed, the grace of God was upon him? So what are the outworkings of a grace that shows that somebody has grace upon him? So this morning we are going to look at some of the things that shows that somebody is working in grace. When you say grace is upon a person, it is not automatic that certain things will fall into places for you. That's what you need to understand. Because everybody that is born again, there is a a special grace that is upon a person. But ask yourself, ever since you became born again, is everything cool for you? It means that there are certain things that you are not doing. And those things that Father has taught us, the formula, the formula of humility. So if you are not working in humility, this grace will not manifest in your life. So the first thing, let's go to Proverbs chapter 3 verse 4. The first outworking of grace in the life of a person is what? Acceptability. Acceptability. How many of us have gone for a job interview before? If you have gone for a job interview, did you get it immediately? You went. Me, I went for a job interview. I went for three job interviews. First one, then I me bombed you. I bombed. It was it wasn't good crap. It means that there were certain things that I was not doing. Because when the grace is upon a person, wherever you go, you will be accepted. Amen. Wherever you go, you will be accepted. Proverbs chapter 4, 3 verse 4. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Say so you will find what? Favor. In the sight of God and man. And one thing that shows that you have found favor in the sight of a man is when man accepts you. So you are going for a job interview. One of the signs that will show, or even you are going to, maybe you are going to the ministry, maybe you want something, and you go and ask for a favor from somebody. One thing that shows that grace is working in your life, is you will be accepted. So if baby you are not being accepted, then know that there's something wrong. And you must rise up and make sure that you come against these things. And reflect, am I doing something that is not causing people to accept me? 
acceptability. He said, so shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Oh, you mean the so man must accept you. So when you when you need a favor, because of the outworking of grace in your life, you must be accepted. So if you are not being accepted, then there's something wrong. It means that you are not working in grace. Because when you have grace upon you, it can manifest. The first one is it must manifest in you being accepted. Amen. Amen. So when grace is upon you, men would want to favor you. And we all know what grace is. Grace is the support structure of God, as Apada explained to us. So when you, are, you have that support structure, eh, everything must fall in line for you. And and if things are not falling in line for you, and you are not being accepted, then begin to ask yourself certain questions. Are you here? Oh, Grace singles you out. So I'm, I'm just explaining what acceptability is. So where people are rejected, there's going to be as, you are going to be accepted. So in the book of, I believe in First uh, Samuel. First Samuel chapter 16. Let's go there shortly. Verse 1. We see a manifestation of grace and rejection in life of two people. And I need a poor obedience for me. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him for, from reigning over Israel? Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. So here we see someone being rejected. And another person being accepted. The difference was grace. Praise him. Jesus is alive. God said, I have rejected Saul. So wherever you find yourself and you are being rejected, it means that there is grace is not working in your life. Because when grace is working in your life, you must be accepted. People must be attracted to favor you. Praise him. Jesus is People must be attracted to favor you. Because the grace that was upon David caused the attraction. So God accepted David and rejected Saul. Are you being rejected? Grace singles you out. So where other people are being rejected? You are going to be accepted. Amen. Amen. Say, I am going to be accepted. Oh, I said, say it with all confidence. I am going to be accepted. In the name of Jesus. Esther chapter 2, verse 17. We also see Esther being accepted because of the grace that was upon her. And the king loved Esther above all the women. And she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Here we also see that Vashti was rejected and Esther was accepted because of the outworking of grace that was upon her. What is it that you are doing that has made you be rejected? Because when you read the accounts, this account, some of us went 
small opportunity comes for us, then pride then sets in. The story of Vasi. Vasi, the Bible says Vasi was a very beautiful woman. She was very, very beautiful. But beauty is not tantamount to acceptance. You can be beautiful, but you will be rejected. It is the grace that is upon you that will make you accepted. Please, are you here? Let, if, let's read the story in Esther. Let's start from Esther chapter, chapter 2, verse 1 down. So, it's very long. So, After these things, when the wrath of Canaan was appeased, he remembered Vasti and what she had done and what was decreed, decreed against her. Amen? Amen. The Bible said Vasti did something. And that thing that Vasti did, I not hear you. Made the king to be very angry. And the Bible says that she what? She re- he rejected Vasti. What is it that you are doing in your life? That has called the wrath of God to come upon you. Vasti was rejected. And see, out of all the virgins. That were summoned. Only one was accepted. One was singled out. And that was Esther. It must be your prayer that you will also be singled out like Esther. Where there are thousands of I mean, opportunities and one person is needed for that opportunity. May you be singled out. I said, may you be singled out in the name of Jesus. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. And you see, one thing, there was one thing that also happened to not only was a guy accepted, if you want to read um, uh, Esther, when you read the story of Esther, okay, the Bible says when she was young, the parent died. The parents, the father and the mother. And then it was the uncle Mordecai who took Esther. And then trained her. Praise him and raised her. Jesus is alive. That was the beginning of her acceptance. She was accepted by somebody. Now, when the king decreed that virgins should be brought and be prepared, so that one of them would be chosen. Now, the keeper of the women, who was called Hegai, the Bible says that she also, Esther found favor in her sight. So you see, when you say grace is upon a person, it is not by mouth. Wherever you go, you will be accepted. But you see, this acceptance does not just come just like that. From what our father has been teaching us, it takes humility. It takes humility for the grace to work in your life. So in, in Esther chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, understand that even the keeper of the woman, Esther found favor in her sight. 2 verse 8. So it came to pass, when the king's commandment and his decree was heard, and when many maidens were gathered together unto Sushan, the palace, the custody of Haggai. So Haggai, the custody of Haggai, Haggai was, Haggai was the, the, the keeper of all, he was the one who was training Haggai, the women. Amen. Amen. That Esther was brought also unto the king's house, to the castle of Haggai, the keeper of the women. Go on. And the maiden pleased him. The Bible said the maiden who who was he? Esther. 
she pleased the keeper of the woman who was called Higai. And she obtained kindness of him. And he speedily gave her her things for purification. Oh, yeah, no, which yeah, yeah. as belonged to her. So even when Esther came into the palace, because of the grace that was upon her, she, everybody was accepting her. So grace is like an arrow that is around you. I don't say Praise him. Jesus is alive. And always when you are praying, you need to pray. That God, yeah. Let this grace be upon me. Oh, and not just pray, no. Whilst you are praying, oh, you are acting, you are humbling yourself. Now, bring, now say, he gives more grace. He gives more grace oh, to the humble. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Is somebody ready to be humble? Oh, are you ready to humble yourself? Amen. Amen. Now, one thing that we also see here is that. Even the story of Esther. Whether you are going to be accepted or rejected, sometimes it doesn't depend on your preparation. Because all these women, the women that were summoned, all of them that came, when you read the account, the Bible said they were prepared for, I think, 12 months. So all of them went through preparation. So it, wa- it is one thing to pre- be prepared. And it's another thing to be accepted. What differentiates you from your preparation and your acceptance is the grace that is upon you. Are you here? I said, what differentiates you from your preparation and your acceptability is the grace of God that is upon you. Praise Him. So preparation does not automatically result in success. Even though it is part. Please, are you here? Wow. So, those of you who, who don't prepare. Oh, uh, oh, oh, the oh, grace of God. Oh, the grace of God. You go and Preparation is part. But that is not what automatically brings about the acceptability. But what brings about the acceptability is the grace of God. Because in this, in this account, Esther and the rest of the women, they all prepared. But because of that grace that was upon Esther, so I don't know that is what brings, brought about what? Her acceptability. Are you here? Oh, ah. So there were a lot of maidens who were all prepared within this same period. But what brought about the accept, I mean, what singled out Esther was because of the grace of God that was upon him. So we can see this in Esther chapter 2 verse 14. Let's read it quickly. Verse 14 to 18. Please read it for me. In the evening, she went, and on the morrow, she returned into the second house of the woman, to the custody of Shegas, the king's concubine, the chamberlain, which kept the concubines. She came in into the king no more, except the king delighted in her, and that she were called by him. Name. Go on. Twasso. Now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abilal, the, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come to go into the king, she required nothing but what Haggai the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the woman appointed. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. So Esther was taken unto King Hazarus, into his house, royal in the tenth mount. She, which is the mount of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight, more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head, and made her king instead of Vashti. 
Then the king made a great feast unto all his princes and his servants, even Esther's feast. And he made a release to the provinces and gave gifts according to the state of the king. So we see here in this story that the grace manifested in the life of Esther through her acceptability by the king Harisarus. So when grace is not working for you, or when grace is not upon you, you will not be accepted. But I pray this morning that because of the outworking of grace upon you, you are going to be accepted. Wherever you find yourself, you are going to be accepted. Whatever is fighting you so that you will not be accepted, that thing has made a mistake. You are going to be accepted. Say, I will be accepted. I will be accepted in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And you see, Esther, Esther was not even a Babylonian. Esther not a Babylonian. He was not a, a, a Babylonian. He was, they were in, 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 in they were in slavery. So what this thing tells me is that grace has nothing to do with somebody's status. Grace has nothing to do with your profession. Grace has nothing to do with what men think that you should be promoted because of. It's all because God has located you and you are found favor in the sight. So grace has got nothing to do with status, profession, or generation. Or gender. Because if grace had anything to do with status, Esther would not have been accepted. Esther would not have been singled out. So maybe you are here. You are asking. Hey, I remember when, when I went to SS. For my, my first, normally when we go to SS, we do one week, we do orientation. Many of you have gone to SS before you go. So people will come. Oh, I went to Montessori International School. Montessori International School. Another person will come. I went to Matters of Uganda. Matters of Uganda. People went to good, good schools. Then some of us will stood up. Now you be sorry. I went to Akrim MAJSS. My God. Jesus Christ. Everybody. And you see, the funny thing was that there was a, a, a friend of mine who we went to the same school, a cream MA. A cream MA. Those of us who went to LA and MA. Yeah, you call LA and MA. No so, this person started, there was a park at our school. The, the park, park was called Highlander Park. Friend Highlander park. This person, I don't know whether he was shy of where he went to school. Oh, for the go school, no. Just do that. Oh, sorry, yes, sir. I went to Highlander International School. Oh, Highlander International School. Highlander. Highlander. Hey, hey. Me know now they call Akrim MAJS. We all went to Akrim MAJS. And now I also make a Highlander International School. Because you said you go to, you went to Highlander International School. But you see, all those that went to this good, good school, they were mentioning. School Papa no First time. In fact, first went to Pronomunim. They were not in among Those the who went places. to LA and MA, they were the ones they were excelling. Grace is not about where you are, you are coming from. It's about where you are. It is about where you are and what you make out of it. That is grace. One month. One so month grace has nothing to do with status. Because if grace has anything to do with where we went to school, some of us will not be where we are. LA, I mean, in fact, the highest grade was 14. 
Highest gain is 14. Some people came six once. Six ones. Nine once. Nine once. But it is not about where you have gone to school. It is the grace of God that is upon you. So I came to tell you something. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ, they said, can something come out? Can something good come out? Of where Jesus Christ was coming from. It doesn't matter where you are coming from. When the grace of God is upon you, wherever you go, you are going to be accepted. You will be accepted. And people will wonder. And let me tell you even a story. When we were even in SS, there were some people who were down. They were damp. But after we went to university, but some of us didn't have even made it more than some of us even went to university. So if you are here, you are saying, I'm not going to school. And because of that, I'm not going to make it in life. It is a life of the pit of hell. It doesn't matter. What matters is the grace. What matters is the grace that is upon you. Yes. So it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. If the grace of God is upon you, please, Peter, and his uncle from go school. Did Peter and the other apostles go to school? No, may I fire for? Eh? No, they were fishermen. They were fishermen. But when we talk about the great people in the Bible, you mention them. Why? Because they, they were associated with somebody who was full of grace. So who are you associating yourself with? That is the question you need to ask. Yourself. Who have you associated yourself with? This Jesus that you say you are worshiping, are you truly worshiping him? Are you humbling yourself enough to worship him? Because who you, you are working with, who you have associated yourself with, will determine whether you are going to be accepted or not. And, and it, is, it, is, it is even true. Who call interview, baby? They are going to an interview. A lot of the time, it's about who you know. I'm telling you, even before, even this um, uh, sojourners, those forms, you know, there will be a long queue. It is the grace of me. I had the story. It is a thousand. They were thousand people. They have given nine hundred. So it's about hundred. So the people always rushing there. So even in our in our in our normal life. Yeah, yeah, brother. Then you know, business. Am I here? It's true. Somebody that you. How much more you? So we can put one and then what they want. Why you are crying? So who you you are associated with has a long way. So be associated with God. Amen. Amen. Get to the person by you. Get to the person associated with God. That is what is going to make the difference. And this is the end, brother. It's not about anything. It's who you who you know or, or whose you are amen amen See, ask the person by you whose are you take him whose are you find out one do you belong to god or you belong to satan because don't don't deceive yourself if you belong to god you walk in humility. The Bible says in the book of Job, chapter 4, 4 I think 4, 41, verse 34, that he beholded all, all high things. He is the father of all the children of what? 
pride. So there are children of Satan, they are children of God. And the difference is that children of God, they walk in humility. But children of Satan, they walk in pride. And when you are walking in pride, wherever you go, you'll be rejected. And it is not a before and a rejection. It's not the that are it is rejected. not the demons in your house that is rejecting you. It is God Himself that is rejecting you. So as I said in James, that He resisted the proud, but He gave grace to the humble. Amen. So it it must always be your desire to humble yourself. Bible has said it in Matthew chapter eighteen. He said, except ye be converted and become like little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of God. You must put the form of what? You must wear the form of humility. Like a child. Amen. Amen. Are you in Matthew chapter 18 verse 3? Matthew chapter 18 verse 3. Except ye be converted and become like lesser And very verily I say unto you, except ye be converted. So Jesus Christ, they are catching. Jesus Christ now say, Jesus, you are saying is your master. Even in the kingdom of God, before you can be accepted. Remember, we are talking about acceptability. The outworkings of grace. In the kingdom of God, before a man is accepted, you must humble yourself. And, and said, Very, very, I say to you, except ye be converted and become as little children. Ye shall not enter into the kingdom of God. Every child, every child that is a child is humble. So God is telling us we must humble ourselves. Tell the person by you to see the outworking of grace in your life. You must humble yourself. Now, one thing that we cannot we must also understand is that we are still talking about grace. You, you know you can turn on grace. You can turn on. And that's what we read. read. You must humble yourself. Humbling yourself will turn on grace in your life. Now what you also need to understand is that God gives more grace as you put to use the grace he has already given you. A lot of us, we have the grace of God upon us. And our father has been telling us about this story, the, the, the parable of the talent. The more you put the talent to use, the more you put the grace of God to use, the more God multiplies the grace in your life. So there's a story in the book of Daniel chapter 2. The Bible says that King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And the Bible says he called the magician, the astrologers, and and all those people that you could call. And then he told them that if you can tell me the dream and interpret the dream, I reward you. But if you fail to interpret the dream, then the Bible said that all the astrologers and all these people, they couldn't do it. But there was a man that had the grace of interpretation of dreams. And that man was Daniel. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says that Daniel was called. 
And Daniel told the king, Just give me some time. I am going to tell you the dream and interpret the dream for you. So here we saw that Daniel had a dream for interpretation and the grace for interpretation. Now the question is that if Daniel had not used this grace that was upon her, upon him, there were certain things that he would not have had. Let's go to Daniel chapter. You are there. Read this for me. And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream. And my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Good. So then, go, go on. Then spake the Chaldeans to the king in Syrac, O king, live forever. Tell thy servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. So this is the story. Let's go to the verse 48. Now, Daniel interpreted the dream for the king. Daniel, and then the, the result is what we see in the verse 48. Please read it. Then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. So Daniel had a grace of knowing dreams and interpreting dreams. And I said that the more you put the grace of God to you, the more God multiplies the grace. So Daniel put the grace of God that was upon him. And knowing and interpreting dreams. And you see, the, the reward was that that's what we read. He received another grace, which was the grace of rulership. Grace was multiplied. The Bible said, then the king made Daniel a great man. And gave him many great gifts. And made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. And didn't see Babylon so the more you put the grace of God to you the more promotion comes a lot of us we have the grace to work in the house of God we have the grace to do something for God so we don't care but Papa has been saying, our father has been saying, work for the Lord. Get for the Lord. There's something you can do. You can be a house fellowship leader. You can be a follow up leader. You can put that grace, that grace of eloquence to use. But, what's in Lalai? You said, never. Take your church. I'll, be, I'll just be a church member. The more you put that grace to use. Because, let me, let me tell you something. When you are born again, you have the grace. Even to be a pastor and a shepherd. Praise him. Jesus is alive. But if you don't avail yourself to start from somewhere, like in this church, and those of us who went for house fellowship, who are going for house fellowship, about the structure in the church, church membership, shepherds, adinos, adinos, financial adinos, all these things. You have the grace to do it. But you don't want to do it. It's not that you can't do it. You don't want to do it. If you don't do it, how can the grace of God be multiplied in you? Remember we read in 2 Peter. That peace and grace be multiplied. If the grace is already there, you are not using it. So if you have to. And you want to multiply it with something. And you are not doing anything. Now, yes, two yes. times zero is what? Only two bush in one saying. It's zero. Yes, but if you put it to use, so the edge, and we multiply by two. What are you getting? Now, you know, one, and nine. So no wonder some of us days days are ceased to work in our lives. Because we are not doing anything, it's straight. Yes, so yes, when we multiply what we were given by 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 zero, it is zero. 
Now, if the grace in your life is zero, how can you be promoted? Are you getting revelation here? Praise Him. Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? If you don't put the grace of God to you, please lie. You will lose it. In the parable of the, of the talent, one was given five, the other two, the other one. Those that put theirs to use, what happened? It was multiplied. But the one that did not put the talent to use, which is the grace that the master gave him. Please find the scripture for me. I think it's Matthew chapter 15. What happened? The person lost that which he had. What is it that you have that you can contribute to the kingdom of God? And you don't want to use it. There are so many departments in the church. Ushering department. Singing ministry. Prayer warriors. Evangelism team. Welfare committee. Women's ministry. Men's ministry. Are you, want, are you telling me that you can't function in any of these groups? Are you getting revelation? Even that which you have. That you are not using. It will be taken away from you. And when grace is taken away from you. Where lies your faith? Please read for me. For the kingdom of heaven. Is as a man traveling into a far country. Who called his own servants. And delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents. Mm-hmm. To another two. Mm-hmm. And to another one. Mm-hmm. To every man according to his several ability. Mm-hmm. And straightway took his journey. Then he that had received that five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. He that had received five talents he worked with the grace he had. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded and traded with the same and made them other five talents. So if you are not putting the grace to use, it cannot be multiplied. Praise him. Jesus, please go on. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. He went to dig his grace. That which is going to give him promotion. Ah, they are from. Ah, he hid it. Into the question for me. What profit will you get from it? We can sing. We can lead. We don't want to talk about You have a gift of convincing people, persuading people by the by the grace of the Holy Spirit for them to be converted to become Christians. You can function well in the evangelism team. Oh yeah, there was some pakakun. But you have gone and you have hid your grace. It's you have to take the ground and put it there. What did you from? What do you want to do now? Say to the person by you. Awara azeri oya. Say the person. Look at the person. Awara azeri oya. What you are doing is it good? Eh? You have gone and put your grace on the ground. Take the ground and put it there. What to form the ashore? Dig two thousand feet and hid it there. And then the work of God is suffering. 
And said, and you see, there is always a time for accountability. There is always a time for promotion. Because grace brings about promotion. So after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnect with them. The question is, are you multiplying the grace of God in your life? I don't know. The grace that God has placed upon you. Are you working with it? Verse 20 said, And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents. He worked with the grace. And the grace was multiplied. And he said that the other one that had also two worked with it and was multiplied. Master, I know thou art a hired man. And you reap where you have not sown. Here's the one talent you gave me. Take it. Take your thing. Some of us, that's what we'll be doing. And then, you'll be doing say, Ah, it's the grace here, the man can make me and you'll be like, I could have gotten more grace. And you see, the thing is that some of us are satisfied, are content with where we are. We don't what? Try and strive to get to a, a higher level. There are levels of grace. I don't want I believe that if this Sister, the one that had just one talent knew that his master was going to take the talent away from him and then cast him out maybe you would have changed. That is why you, you don't have an, me and you we don't have an excuse. Because the Bible has written for our learning and our correction. Maybe he didn't know but you and I will know. God has given all of us grace. And we must work with the grace. Amen. Amen. Say, I will work with the grace of God in my life. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Now, number two. So, talking about acceptability, the outworking of grace. The first one is acceptability. We looked at Esther. The fact that because of the grace that was upon him, he was accept- she was accepted by the king, even by the keeper of women, who was, who was at the time looking after the maidens. We also saw that Daniel was also chosen to go and interpret the dream for the king. Now, the next thing, that grace, the outworking of grace, that is that it brings about an advantage. Amen. Amen. So when a grace when grace is working working in the life of a person he always have the edge over his ears. Amen. Amen. That is why sometimes you go for some to places baby some people are chosen and you ask yourself I also do this but this morning you must understand that grace is that which is giving the person that advantage. And you must not envy. You must go and ask, brother, what are you doing that is? Promotion or them. Some of us we are not humble enough to go and ask. And I remember this story. I think I've said it before. There were two people. Two people. One had a hundred sheep. And the other one had 
The, the other one did not have any. Do you know the prayer that the other one that doesn't have, that didn't have anything? Prayed? And that is a lot of us what we do. Instead of going to find out, ah, brother, why do you have memberships? What is it that you did? That made you have these many ships. God. He's ready. He's going to pray. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Father, I pray. Let all his sheep die. Let all his sheep die. Some of us, that's how we are. Because if you are in war, say in a minute zero. When the ship dies, you have none. Why don't you pray that God help me so that I also have endless? So when somebody is having an advantage, because of the grace that is working in the person's life, you must ask yourself, hey, what is it that this person is doing? Am I doing the same thing? And our father keeps on saying that you cannot do the same thing and expect different results. You, can't, you cannot keep on being proud and expect that the Lord will lift you up. Because the word of God is here and amen. I, the Lord, I resist the proud. But I give grace to the humble. So if grace is not working in your life, you need to ask yourself, what that's preventing the grace of God from coming into my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Peter three eighteen. Petro, you may trust me. You three me and say, "Jemu, do what you." And you see, you you always need to be conscious of the grace of God that is upon your life. That's another thing. Everyone say, "May." Let's say maybe. Why can't I mean Spanish? Who should I be? May I down go teba? Maybe I'm a son of Dangote. Namiti baby. Namini me say Dangote ba. And I don't know that I am a son of Dangote. Obiabuti can say anyhow. Everyone can talk to me say If I don't know, minima. I mean, in fact, all of us we have watched movies where in the area in here or hini baby wo baby. Na odi here. The son of a king is somewhere. But if he knew say, ne papa yo hini a. Ko nim say his father was a king. Ah! Wa fuck akwa ko share ne papa. Gone search for it. Etmi a eden. Etmi die. You see, when you don't have consciousness of the grace of God working in your life, anything goes. You accept anything. But when you are conscious of the fact that I am a child of God, the word of God says, all things shall work together for the good of them that love God and accord according to His purpose. If you know this in your head, I am a product of grace. You don't accept anything. Amen. So you must be conscious of the fact that the grace of God is upon me. And so who said, "Me have also"? Tell the person by you, be conscious of the grace of God in your life. So it is the consciousness that makes it work. If you are not conscious of the grace of God in your life, it will not work. And then you go. To some places, people will be accepted, and you they will, you will not have any advantage of them because one you don't know that you're a son of so if you don't know that you are a, a son of a king, anybody will treat you anyhow. But when you know, me, 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 I'm a son of Dangote. Oh, you are coming, huh? You are not, I'm not saying that you walk proud, but there is some diplomacy in the things that you do. Amen. Amen. Say grace will be multiplied in my life. Oh, my brother. Yes. Now, there's one particular person that knew the Obi. grace of God in his life. Obi. And that person Obi. was Paul. 
He knew exactly hey, Paul. the kind of grace that was upon him. And he recognized that fact. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. Read for me. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. Mm-hmm. According to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. He said, according to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder. Do you know the grace of God that is upon you? Maybe it's because you don't know the grace. That is why you are behaving the way you are behaving. But this morning you must know. Paul knew and recognized that there is a grace upon him. And that grace was to work in the kingdom of God. Was to lay foundations. So God has the grace of God upon him was that he was a wise master builder. Maybe you are an usher. You don't know that there's a special grace upon you to be a wise usher. So you usher anyhow. Maybe you are a singer. You don't know that the grace, there's a special grace upon you to be a wise singer. But today you must know. And Oh, I say you must know. Amen. We have the we have the others. We have the I don't know we have the Sinatch, all what? of them in this house. Sinatch, no, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, Ben. Oh, I'm going to together for Jesus. We know. And from what our Father is teaching us, if we are to walk with it and yeah, work with yeah. it, hey, yeah, people will see us and wonder. Hey. But it starts with you knowing the kind of grace you carry. If you don't know the kind of grace you carry, you will not have any advantage. Are you here? So you must know that there's a certain grace that is working in my life. And when you know it, I mean, you are always at the advantage. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that grace be multiplied. Grace be multiplied. Let's go back to Second Peter three eighteen. Go back to whom? Second Peter three verse eighteen. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen. You must well grow in grace. So you are doomed. It is important. If it is not important, God will not have told us to grow in it. And who here can you can change in you? Because it is by you growing in that grace that will, you, that will give you that advantage. Amen. And one thing I also must also understand is that grace is the glory of God working in a man's spirit. And it's not just working in a man's spirit. But it is manifested outwardly. Only the man with grace recognizes grace. So if the grace is upon you, you'll be able to recognize the grace that is upon another person. So, and why, why must you know this? When you know that grace is working in a person's life, you will not end up fighting that person. Some people, when they see people prospering, they envy. But if you know that the grace of God is working, you know that the moment you start 
Say I didn't hear you. We say we will never find you. Start getting jealous. Praise Him. Jesus. So you will end up fighting God. Like they are now open by say. I don't pray that. Handership. Don't you call the handership in the way? You know how should die, no? You go point zero. Be a man handership. God has blessed someone. Also, open by say. You pray the handership. You are praying that the ship will die. And we now know how to help him. So the person will be like. Who will answer that prayer? Now when they will answer that prayer. Unless the devil answers. So you must recognize the grace of God when it is working. You must recognize it. And if you are not full of grace, you don't know. So grace gives you the advantage. Amen. Amen. Say the grace of God will give me the edge over my peers. In the name of Jesus. And you must confess it. Amen. The next thing that grace does, the outward of grace, that it manifests is favor. Now remember we read in John chapter 1 I think the verse 14 that Jesus Christ was full of grace. Now what showed that Jesus Christ was full of grace? In the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 52 the Bible says that and the child Jesus Christ grew in stature in strength in the favor of God and in the favor of men. So what showed that Jesus Christ was walking in grace was the fact that he received favor in the sight of men. Amen. 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 So they be a Oh, Someone is always saying, I'll help you. No, I'll postpone it. Then you postpone it. I'll help you. No, I'll postpone it. If you postpone Ask it. Ask yourself. Hey, hey, it's the grace of God working in your People can't even help you. Then you need to ask yourself. You see, the purpose of this thing that our Father wants us to know is that if these things are not working in your life, then you must go down to the roots. Amen. Amen. And what is the root? He giveth more grace. Oh, to the humble. So if these things are not working in your life, if these workings of grace is not working in your life, then it means that my brother, that is go back to the roots. What are you doing? Even the book in I think it's in Corinthians. I think Corinthians, Corinthians says that I say, examine. So God always wants us to examine ourselves. If these things are not working in my life, then you may in your jumo abraboma. Then I may in tear. What are you doing, baby mommy? Baby, I'm a quiet man for pumming. When you always go, you're being a quiet mommy. Things are not going on well. The Biamina will quiet, they are favor when they jammy. When you go, the person, other person is being favored. What is the root cause? They in a free. So the purpose of this is that once these things, you are not seeing the, these signs in your life, who will never go back to the roots? Connie and ask yourself. What are you doing? What are you not doing? And Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and man. That is why Jesus Christ can send the disciples. Hey, go, go to uh, some somebody's behind somebody's house. You see a donkey there. Bring the donkey. What authority did Jesus Christ have? It's not for him. Someone has tied his coat You've sent for it. But it was because of that favor. So when he came, the master could not even say no. Jesus Christ can go to a place. He needs a place to uh, uh, stay. They give it to him. It was a favor. 
if the favor of God is working in your if the grace of God is working in your life wherever you go you will be favored amen amen say i I am going to be favored. I am going to be favored. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. So our Father wants us to understand to walk in grace means to walk in and with divine influence. And you see, if the favor of God is even working in your life, let me bring it to the things of God. When the favor of God is even working in your life, it even shows in how you are able to influence people. If a house fellowship leader, if you are a follow-up leader, if you lack favor and the grace of God, tell them to come for house fellowship, they won't come. It is manifested in what divine influence. You can influence them. And you see, one of the things you can influence somebody in is by going to tell them about Christ and bringing them to church. If the grace of God is not upon you, it will be hard for you to do that. But this point we are praying. Maybe we didn't know that it is grace that brings about these things. But now we know. So when we are praying, we know what to pray. When we are acting, we know how to act. Maybe you talk to the people proudly. That is why they are not coming. Can you try humbling yourself? Maybe by so doing, you can influence them. Please, are you getting something? So even the way that you are able to influence somebody, even shows that the grace of God is working in your life. Amen. 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 I've been blessed. It means you have the mentality of if I want anything, I will get it. When the favor of God is upon you, that's how you think. If I want anything, I will get it. Because the favor of God, the grace of God is upon you. So if you want to invite somebody to church. You recognize there's a grace, there's a grace upon me to oh, bring yeah. this person to church. If I want this person to follow me to church, he must come. And you know how to go about it. Not in a proud way, but in a humble way. Because that is what is going to divinely influence them to come. And remember, the Holy Spirit does not entertain pride. When you read the book of John, the Bible says that he is the one that convicts the world of sin, yes, of righteousness, yes. and of judgment. Okay, you, you so if you are the one that is going to bring the person to church, and you, you are acting proud, the Holy Spirit will even tell the person, hey, men So no wonder they be all you go Maybe ask yourself, I'm not doing it well. And pray, Holy Spirit, help me to do it in a way that you want me to do it. So that I can influence them to come. Because your favor is upon me. So when grace is working in a person's life, it is manifested by the fact that you are always favored. Proverbs 3 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 4. Proverbs 3 verse 4. 
so shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. So the Lord is telling you, so shall thou find favor and good understanding. Favor. If the grace of God is working in your life, you walk in favor. People, I mean, people who, ah, go for it, ah, uh, somebody, I, mean, I think yesterday, I was talking to somebody, and he told me that okay, they were there. He, the person is a pastor, oh, for, and nah. he loves football. Oh, oh, pebo, amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. So he was there, and then a friend of a friend of his came from oh, the from the US. No, no, that would be US, and then. And so through that conversation, I, said, I mean, all, all two for counseling. He was advising him and counseling, and he said, I am a Chelsea fan. I said, I am a Chelsea fan. This guy bought the tin. The tin was in the car. He didn't ask him for anything. He Amen. Amen. So when the favor of God is happening, is, is, is the grace of God is in your life. That you are, you are attracted to good things. Say the favor of God. The favor of God is upon me. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you must work in. Because when you are working in favor, you don't struggle. You don't struggle. And always our father says it. He doesn't struggle. Sometimes he's there and somebody buy a ticket for you. It is all because of the grace and the favor that is working in his life. So if you want to live a life as is without struggle, you need the grace of God. And that the grace is what makes the difference. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Again, Ebium. The outworking of the grace of God. The fourth thing is what? Joy. Amen? Amen. When the grace of God is working in your life, you always have joy. Now, there's a difference between joy and happiness. The fact that you are not happy doesn't mean that you are not joyful. Somebody said that happiness is but for a moment. But joy it's for everlasting. That is why sometimes, but it doesn't mean that you are not joyous. So one thing that grace does is that it gives you joy. You are always joyous. Somebody here. Grace brings about joy. Joy indescribable and unspeakable. As a Christian walking in grace, let joy work out through your life. So you can decide to be joyous or not. And being joyous is an, a sign that grace is working in your life. So does it mean that a common 
you get hungry. You'll be in need of certain things. But through it all, I said through it all, we are joyful. You know why? He will never leave us nor forsake us. The presence of God with us is what must give you the joy. Amen. So sometimes you, you, you come to church. There's nothing in your pocket. You are not even not even eating. But the fact that I am coming to meet God, the fact that I am coming to the presence of God, Amen. I am joyful. Amen. And you see, joy can be activated. Can be activated. You must be find something to be cheerful about. Except if you don't want to be joyful about anything. I just don't There's something you can find. I am alive. I am joyful. My children. Are alive. I am joyful. In the house of the Lord, there is joy. So if you are somebody that is that is I mean that is walking in grace, joy must always be something that you walk in. Amen. 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 When you take advantage of grace. The world will not be able to explain how you are always up there. So, if a baby crawls a crab, look at what it is. There's something that sometimes I saw a video. I think it was a certain video from Uganda. Never Uganda, my mom. And Kurano, the two matter they have to take dress up. Nay, a bone, you know, most strong. I mean, see the background in your dad. I didn't know two in your attitude. I mean, I'm white and the white man was like, hey, why are these people finding this joy? So, so, so it's not about I don't know what you're wearing to make you happy or not. Some of the dresses when you wear you are sad. So don't let your circumstances determine whether you'll be joyful or not. No. Daddy. Joy can be activated. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter what is going on around you. You can decide to walk in joy. Is somebody here? Yes. Joy can always be activated. Where they let worries and the cares of this world control them, they do not understand how you have become a distributor of joy. Money can give you happiness. It it can can also give you joy. Ah, also be with Some people they are very rich, but they are sad. I heard a, a certain sto- funny story about see, one I, of these women. I've forgotten her name. Maybe I'm referring to her. She's married. She's married. Or she hates. She drives a vehicle. She knows. Get closer. You see, she's always crying. The money she has. She can no one. She has the money. Oh, she can. But. She is not joyful. So if you think that money will bring about your joy, I beg you, you are mistaken. It is the grace of God. 
Somebody is going to Abruti. So be called America. And hey, you come with you. And hey, I'm going abroad. First, no. At first. Answer no. Oh, I call you. Be bad by call Abruti. Before you wave someone. Eh, it's a privilege. Eh, I call you. Be called Abruti when he's. But oh, you are Christian. Now say 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 you. What are? Abami, Abami. Now who's? Me don't be called. The nature call. Amen. Amen. So I mean. It is the grace that the person is working in. I do not hear you react to certain news the way he does. And the managing, so don't make general. the mistake by saying, "Say, oh, wait here." As a born and born, now say, "They need you." When they hear bad news, they happy. Because what people say is difficult. For a person that is working in grace, it is it is normal. And always, if you have really spoken to Papa before, when Papa Kasada, when you are talking about. Something that is difficult. Okay, dear, it is well. Mama also says it. Papa will just send a message. Papa it is well. Because he's working in a certain kind of grace. And he wants you to tap into that grace. No matter what. And it is well with my soul. And it, it, it is a, a certain kind of joy that, you pray that will make you do that. So please, we need to work in grace. Because we are a product of grace. If you are doomed. Amen. Amen. Are you a product of grace? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. The bigger the problem, the bigger the testimony. Oh, how many cases are there? Does it need two cases here? It is a problem, sir. So the problem is small. But does it The testimony is very little. So the Bible says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you go through certain things. The Bible says, for the suffering of this present time, Shall not be compared with the joy that shall be revealed unto us. So maybe you are going through some trials. How no so? When you say, "Esa nse how no so a wajidi wanya mi munti no." Just know that because you have faith in God, your testimony will also be bigger. Menka say they be a kofa or how to use. I'm not saying. Obi wasi seven house today. Let's have a testimony. My problem is bigger. My testimony will be bigger. The Bible says God will not put you through a test where you cannot handle. So don't go and carry a problem. I want to me handle. Or how that you can't. I say, my brethren, count it all joy. And it is the grace that you are working in. It is the outworking of grace in your life that makes you count every situation as joy. No matter what you go through. Say, my brethren, count us all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. What trial are you going through? The grace of God is upon you. It doesn't matter. You're always happy. So the trying of our faith, wicked patience. There is, the bigger the problem, the bigger the testimony. So don't worry. Because of the grace that is upon you, that problem is turning into a testimony. I said it is turning into a testimony. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. I'll be wrapping up very soon. The fit at working of grace in the life of a person is liberality. Amen. When say liberality, you understand. When say liberation, you understand. Faudie. <laughs> Praise him. Jesus is alive. Liberality. 
He said, grace brings liberality into your life. You have, you have got to recognize that grace opens a two-way channel. It is called giving and receiving channel. Recognize that grace is grace. When the grace opens up, that passion to give, it opens up your capacity to receive. So there is flexibility. It's Libra. It can be a Libra. I mean, there's flex- that, that kind of flexibility. So grace works in that aspect. Amen. Amen. So you need to understand the outworking of grace in a person's life. When we say grace is upon a person, when we say grace is upon somebody, these are the things that manifest. Please, are you here? Another thing that grace does is that it brings what pleasure. So I think it's in the book of let's go to uh, Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Yeah. Read it for me. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Their years in pleasure. When there is grace working in your life, remember, there is an if there. And our father made us understand last week. And when we talk about humility, ask yourself, am I serving in the house of God? So, humility is serving. And he said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. One of the outworking of grace in a person's life is pleasure. The pleasure doesn't come like that. You must serve. Are you serving in the house of God? Because when you are working in pleasure, it is an indication that you are working in grace. And grace is humbling yourself. That's what brings about the grace. Grace brings about pleasure. Do you know that pleasure comes spiritually? And that you can take pleasure in all that God has created. Hmm? So our father always says that sometimes he goes to the, the seashore just to go and then enjoy nature. But he takes pleasure in that. He recognizes the grace. Hey, the grace that it took God to even create. Make the sea. It's your information. So you must take pleasure in some of these things. And our father even said that sometimes we watch this documentary. I heard documentary. Any more documentary. And he takes pleasure in it. Do you take pleasure in the nature of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Oh, praise him. Jesus is alive. And the last thing because of time. Is gifts. The outworking of grace produces gifts. So grace brings gifts into your life. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, I would say he was full of grace. So it is, it is not a wonder that when Jesus Christ was born, the wise man, what did they do? They presented gifts. Because they have seen grace. Where grace is seen, gifts are produced. Do you hear what I said? Where grace is seen, gifts are produced. 
Somebody is going to give you a gift. Amen. Somebody is going to bring you a gift. Amen. The louder your amen. Amen. The better it will be for you. Amen. Somebody is going to bring you a gift. Amen. Why? The, the different mics never more was The louder the Amen. Amen. So I said grace brings gifts into your life. Grace brings about an uncanny ability to do what others cannot do. This can be manifest itself by form of skill, quality, and understanding of certain areas. So the gift might not necessarily be money. The way you shouted amen. The way you shouted amen. It's not money they are bringing to you. So it can manifest in skill, so abilities. So as you are saying, you are listening to the word of God. Maybe God is giving you the skill of leadership to become a house fellowship leader. Maybe God is giving you the gift of 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 of, of influence, gift of influence that you'll be able to influence somebody for the person to come to the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. These are the kind of gifts that grace does. The Bible says in Ephesians, he did what? He said he gave gifts. He said he gave gifts. And what was the purpose of these gifts? For the edifying of the body of Christ. So when grace is working in the life of a person, it is manifested in the kind of giftings and the skill that he works in. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints. From the 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. I want the, the version that said he gave gifts. Amen. So these are all gifts. When I These are all gifts. Gifts. I think let's look at uh, Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twenty-eight. I believe. Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Let's talk about the gift of healing, the gift of help, the gift of government. So we I think it's 1 Corinthians 12. Corinthians 12. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First are apostles, second are prophets, third are teachers, then those who do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who can help others. Those who have the gift of leadership, those who speak in unknown languages. So these are all gifts. When, when, grace, when grace is working, these gifts 
you can receive it. And don't be mistaken, God will not give you the gifts for your own. He's giving you those gifts so that it can help with what? With the church. And the church is in the face where God is giving people gifts. And whatever gifts that you have, some of us will have the gift of help. Some of us will have the gift of governance. Maybe you go to school. You, you, have, you are an accountant. You know how to do budgets. And the church needs these people so that the church can be at a certain level. The gift is so that the work of God can go on. So this morning, a sign that you are working in grace, an art working of the grace of God is that you walk in gifts, the so, giftings. And in this church, that the giftings are we see healing, we see prophecy, all these things, when it's happening. So you must position yourself to tap into these things so that you can also be equipped and enabled so you can help with the work of the ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're happy, then put your hands when together you for Jesus. Jesus. So the Lord, you have heard the word of God. What is your The grace of God. And the signs that show that somebody is working in grace. We talked about acceptability. We talked about advantage. We talked about favor. We talked about joy. We talked about, about gifts. All these things, when you are when grace, you, you, when you are full of grace, it is not just by saying with your mouth. You must produce these things. So if you are not being accepted, if you are not having advantage in certain area of your life, if you are not walking in joy, if you are not operating in the gifts of the Lord, you ask yourself, why am I not working in all these things? Perhaps, the root cause is that I am not being humble. And that is why I am not working in these giftings. That is why I am not producing these things. You need to examine yourself, reflect, and ask the Lord to help you. Humility, as our Father said, is a decision that you must take. It starts with you. If you decide that I will be humble, God will give you the grace. Because without you being humble, these outworkings of grace will not happen in your life. James 4 verse 6 But he given more grace to be humble by resisting the proud. If you want to see the grace of God be made manifest and be produced physically in your life, then you must be humble. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. God is speaking to you. You are not being accepted for that job. Not probably because of which is in your house. You are not being favored. 
like others. Not because demons are working against you. It is because you lack the grace of God. That comes through humility. God is calling you. And God is speaking to you. If only you take the word of God and walk with it. You start walking in the manifestation of grace. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 downwards He that heareth the word of God and doeth them he is going to like him unto a man that builds on a rock. And that person is a wise man. But he that hears the word of God and does not do them he is a foolish man and builds his house on a sun. This morning are you going to build on a rock? Are you going to build on a stone? Or you remain building on a sun? The Bible says that a wise man sees danger and he takes cover. But a foolish man works straight into it. This morning, are you going to take cover? By walking and acting upon the word that you have heard. Or you will just remain just as you are. But expecting a different result. That is the life of a fool. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will grant you the grace. We grant you the enablement to be able to walk in the word that you have heard. Be on your feet. Surging on nice. One more sin. One more sin. The grace of God. The grace of God. Yes, Lord. The Bible says, and the child Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor before God and before men. Esther found favor in the sight of King Ahasuerus. Esther was accepted. This morning, the Lord wants to bless you. But you must decide that you are going to walk in grace. You must decide to be humble. I want you to search in your hearts right now. Is this something that you are doing that in the sight of God it is pride? Say Lord Jesus Lord forgive me forgive me of every pride, of every pride in, me. in me in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Jesus. Yes. You died on the cross for my, for my sin. Even the sin of pride. Even the sin of pride. Father, Father Help me, help me to overcome, to overcome the, sin the sin of pride. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Yes, 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 yes. Lift up your voice and pray, 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 pray. 
In Jesus' name, have we pray. Amen. 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 In Daniel chapter 2, verse 48. Then the woman dream in Then the king promoted Daniel. Oh, you need Daniel The Lord is going to promote you. Amen. Say Lord Jesus. That's all right, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I walk. I walk into my promotion. Coming close to this morning. In the name of Jesus. As you promoted Daniel. Father, promote me. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray for the promotion of God. In the name of Jesus. Shiva la ba in Jesus name have we pray amen Amen, amen, amen. Our Father has made us understand that pride is from the devil. Amen. Amen. I said, pride is from the devil. We are praying, we are coming against any influences of the devil in our lives. Because when you are being influenced by evil spirits, that is when you begin to walk in pride. The Bible says in Job, that he is the father of all children of pride. So Satan influences people to be proud. Because he was proud. And God cast him out. He wants you to also continue to walk in pride. So sometimes you are blinded. Certain things that you do you think is normal. But it is a manifestation of pride. From the pit of hell. Money you are praying, you are saying, I got any influences of evil spirits that causes me to be proud. As I pray, I bind it, I destroy it in the name of Jesus. Say, My Father, my Lord, as I pray, I come against influences of evil spirits in my life that manifest in a form of pride. As I pray, I command the Holy Ghost fire, the Holy Ghost fire to consume all these influences. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Shut up, 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 shut
Baby, you don't understand the prayers that you are praying. Except if you are okay where you are. I just say, baby, I want to open it. If you are not being promoted, there is a reason. If you are not being accepted, there is a reason. If you are not being favored, there is a reason. If you are okay where you are, then you can pray the way you are praying. Evil spirit. The Bible says, for this purpose, the Son of Man was made manifest. To destroy the work of the devil. Pride is a work of the devil. Pride is a work of the devil. Any seed of pride in me that is preventing me from being accepted, that is preventing me from being favored, that is preventing me from being promoted. As I clap my hands and I pray, let it be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. As I pray, I flush out any seed of pride in me. In the name of Jesus, let it be flushed out. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Any seed of pride that is in you, that is preventing you from being accepted, that is preventing you from being promoted. Preventing you from being joyful. As you pray, let it be flushed out. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I will pray. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit wants us to pray about this. If you are here and you are due for an interview, or you born for a position, and you are waiting for you to be accepted and chosen, please, if you are here like that, please come forward. If you have any impending interview on the way, or you are looking forward some way somehow to be favored in something, and obviously a doom will be born to come. Bra, Jesus, bra, bra, when Thank you, Lord. If you are waiting to be favored, I will not repeat it all. This is it's time. Mre. Thank you, Jesus. What made Esther to be chosen? It is the grace. It is the grace. You need the grace of God. You need the grace of God to bring about the acceptance that you are looking for. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Please lift up your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray yes, Lord. for them right now. Jesus. Let's be as you wait. You need to take a seat. Take a seat. Take a seat. Put this in an envelope and bring it right now. Thank you, Lord. Please, 
Maybe you have some interview in the, in the future. Maybe I'll tap into this grace. Fellowship. Tap into it. Fellowship. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I need a song. Between you, Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Kabayanaba. Rapa pa 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 kabayanaba. Raka ta 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 kabashi kele bele be. Rokolo bolo bolo bo kabala bala ba. Raka ta 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 kabala bala ba. This seed that you are taking, it is going to be a sign. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Spirit move over me. Spirit move over me. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I see selection. You are being selected. You are being selected. Amen. It will seem like a joke to you, but I see selection. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, open now. Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up.
to yours. When other people have gone to do all kinds of things, so if you have your own business, you have your own company, please, I want you to come. Put something in an envelope, a seat, and come right now. Please. And please, let's, let's be fast about it. It is, it is for a moment. You can go. Thank you, Lord. Put something in an envelope. We need a Lord. We need a Lord. Is the favor, is the grace that brings about the acceptance for people to even accept to come to your shop or to come to your company or your workplace. It is the favor of God. We need a Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you are here, if you don't have a business, but you have a mind of having a business. Eh? Nowadays, even when you are going to register a company, it is very, very hard. If you want to tap into it, please come. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are.